Welcome back in, everybody, to another edition of Storytime with Steve. Um, we are going to still be doing something a little different. Uh, last time we did the TV show review of The Mayans MC, which was a spinoff of Sons of Anarchy, the very popular TV show on FX. So I gave you my nickel's worth of free review on The Mayans MC show. And subsequently, I've actually looked at a couple of YouTube videos and read a couple of different articles about the ending of that show and uh, kind of shed some more light on some different things that I haven't really thought about. I still stand by what I said, by the way, <laughs> that it was still just a very, very dark series and there wasn't a lot to be feeling good or happy about. I did forget... One of the things at the very end of the show, someone pointed out that there was a little bit of vindication that happened, which if you haven't seen the show, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but but th there were a couple little bright spots at the end, but very, very dim bright spots. So, so moving right along, what I decided to do for today's show, I've been revisiting this book recently. I, I don't read a lot, but I do like to read in the evenings, usually before bed, you know, helps me relax. And so I'll just go through these books and I just happen to be at a point where I got a new one back in the summer. It had good reviews and I started reading it. And I was like, I'm just not into this book. I don't think I can do it. So I put it down and I dug into my stuff and I pulled out this book called The Rabbi and the Hitman. And I've had it for many years. I mean, I read it, I, I can't even tell you when. I mean, it was the early 2000s, I believe. And what it's based on is the Fred Newlander case, which happened, I believe it was probably 2001, 2002, something like that. And this was a New Jersey rabbi, well-known, very successful leader of a Jewish temple that was convicted of hiring hitmen to kill his wife. So obviously it was a really scandalous story. And then a subsequent trial that aired on Court TV, which I believe was my introduction to Court TV, I just started working in television full-time during the, the 2001 year at the very beginning. I just graduated college. So when I would get home, I worked a really early schedule, so I would be home generally by, you know, one thirty, two o'clock. And at that time, I, there weren't a really a whole lot of options. You didn't have a streaming, you didn't have smartphones, you didn't have a lot of things you have now. So you either had, you know, basic television or you had cable or you could watch DVDs. I mean, that was pretty much it. So I stumbled upon this court TV and they're, you know, running these trials live and this Newlander case was on. And I think that was when I really started to get into, um, I got into court TV and I started watching some of these trials and then some of them were just fascinating. And this was definitely, this one just kind of took the cake as far as all the different facets to the story and the way that the whole thing played out. And so I've been, I'm about finished with the book again, so I guess it would be my second time reading it. But there were a lot of things that I'd forgotten about in the in the case of the uh, the murder case, and then the the book, 
So I'm getting ready to wrap it up. And then I found this article, I was going to share it with you, about this new Lander case. Okay, so he was tried twice. The first trial was a hung jury. They did all they could, presented all the evidence. The problem they had with the case was their star witness was Lynn Genov, which was a a guy that the rabbi befriended at one time. And now, of course, in hindsight, they've theorized that really the only reason that he really befriended him is because he wanted to use him uh, to uh, to reach his the ends that he wanted, which was the eventual murder of his wife. But Genov had a very, very checkered background, had been a known liar, had lied about most things in his life that he had done, and you know, claimed to have been a CIA operative and FBI operative and, you know, all these other things. And he was just a known liar. So when they're relying on his testimony, that that was, of course, the defense's opportunity to get in there and try to disprove anything he said. Because they didn't have any physical evidence against the rabbi at all. I mean, he had an alibi. He was at the, the Jewish temple at the, the, the evening that, the wife was murdered, and he had all that planned out, obviously. But now, okay, this article was from February of 2022, so it's not not like brand new, but it was new to me. There's a play that they're looking to do, or maybe they're already doing this. I'd say they are now. A true crime musical based on the murder case that they're doing in the L.A. area. And let's see here. New musical set to debut in Los Angeles in June, which this would have been over a year ago in June. And it's called A Wicked Soul in Cherry Hill. And so there was a big, you know, outcry of people that were really against this, especially the the congregation of the temple that had to go live through all this drama with what happened with their disgraced rabbi and then his wife that was killed. So the playwright, who was from South Jersey, declined to comment on the play. So it looks like, I guess they went through with it with, with some backlash. Um, but anyway, I found that interesting. Uh, but old, the old rabbi, he's, uh, he's still sitting up in prison. And it says here that, uh, let's see, he is now, he's 82. He's 82 years old. He's serving 30 years to life. The murder happened in 1994. But he wasn't actually convicted until about eight years later. Because the first trial in 2001 was a hung jury, and then he was retried in 2002. So there's a lot there. I mean, I, I can't go into all the, the different details just in this one sitting, but if you ever have an interest in looking up the Fred Newlander case, it is certainly a, a very perplexing case of uh, 
a man that really, really fell big time from the place that he, that he was in his life. And of course with his children, he had three children and two out of those three actually testified against him in court. And by the time they did the second trial, they were just absolutely raging mad because of everything they had heard in the first trial about their dad's infidelities, he had multiple affairs. One of their other star witnesses was an, a lady named Elaine Sonsini, which at the time had a radio show in Philadelphia, I believe. And that was one of his big affairs he had going on right at the time that his wife was, was murdered. So, like I said, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot there to that if you ever want to get into it. So, I just thought I'd give you a brief rundown of that for today. Until next time on Storytime with Steve, have a good one.